Thank you for downloading and happiness. Dare to be happy. We are two curious friends that want to explore what makes us happy. In each episode, we will take a topic in alphabetical order and discuss how it relates to and impacts happiness. We will live the experience of each concept through a dare that we set each other and then talk about how it affected our happiness. As well as diving into psychological theories and evidence which supports or contradicts our personal experiences. In other words, in this show, psychology meets play. I'm Kitty Newman, director of Trapeze Media, a digital marketing agency that leads with social. My company philosophy is based on the importance of play in all our lives and how important it is to be happy at work. I have been obsessed with the circus for a few years, hence the name Trapeze Media, and making time for things like handstands and aerial in amongst the day-to-day challenges that come with running a successful business makes me happy. My name is Claudia Mitura. I'm a work psychologist and learning and development specialist with a purpose to boost happiness in the workplace. I love experimenting and applying scientific research on happiness to my daily ups and downs, or just to prove my other half wrong. I also like to look for happiness in unusual places, so I won't shy away from diving with sharks or starring in a pantomime. Sometimes this gets me in trouble. So, Claudia, this is our first episode, but not our first recording. We have done several. We've been practicing hard, haven't we? Yes, and we've been practicing in lots of various places, including our cupboard. Yeah, I got it in my head that all the big-time recording artists, um, while at home, were recording in their cupboards. So I forced Claudia and I (laughs) to sit in the cupboard and it turns out doesn't make that much difference. <laughs> but it was still a fabulous experience. It's very calming to be in the cupboard. You definitely feel isolated from the sounds and everything that's happening and any distractions that might be around you. So we do recommend sitting in a cupboard once in a while just for a change. <laughs> yeah, it was actually quite soothing. But now we've got our act together. We've got some nice quality sound and we are starting with the letter A as we discuss various topics in order of the alphabet and how they impact our happiness. I'm very much looking forward to it, Kitty. I mean, acceptance, I think it's a very important topic nowadays. So much is changing as we're recording it um, during pandemic. There will be more things changing uh, in the post-pandemic world. So I think definitely acceptance, very relevant topic. Kitty, what comes to mind when you think about word acceptance? Mm. So I think about contentment with the situation that you're in, not getting stressed about things that are out of your control, I think about not wallowing too much or falling down into the dark side of things if something hard is going for you. I think it's just sort of, for me, sitting in with the hand that you're given and making the most of it and the best of it. I think that's spot on. I love that definition. Is that the definition that you come up with from like your own experience? I think so. 
I think it could be construed as something negative, but but initially my instinctual feeling about the word acceptance is much more um, a considered, momentary, mindful practice. Love it. Absolutely love it. And there is this entire concept of radical acceptance, which is about that mindfulness and mindfulness around your internal processes, internal thoughts at any given time without judging, controlling them, resisting any thoughts or feelings or sensations that you find there. So the idea of acceptance or radical acceptance is that in any troubling situations that we cannot control, the best way to move forward is to take a pause to see what's happening and recognize your emotional and inner experiences and then thinking how you want to approach those emotions and internal experiences and the situations around you. Yes, Claudia, and you know that I've been doing a lot of that radical acceptance this week. I know that was our dare, actually. Um, the radical acceptance is a concept introduced by Tara Brach, um, who is American psychologist and a med- meditation teacher. And our dare this week was exactly that, was to try to implement radical acceptance in our life. Why acceptance is important to our happiness is that there are plenty or neurological studies that show that that regular practice of posing and meditation stimulates and enlarges certain parts of the brain that help us to take action and make positive decisions. So Kitty, maybe you didn't know that you were experimenting on your own brain this week. Wow, I mean, it felt like it. (laughs) Yeah, I must say, the concept is quite simple. You're just taking a, a, um, a brief, you're just taking a pause. Mm. It's remembering to do it that I found hard. Absolutely. I, I just was about to say that it's so difficult in the sense of we are on such an autopilot. I mean, at least I am on such an autopilot. I'm pacing through the day. I'm busy through the day. Lots of things is happening around me. And to actually pause to recognize what am I feeling and then shape my behavior maybe differently to to what I'm experiencing. It was a big thing. And not judging it and criticizing was another like step up. I found two examples that I experienced in the week during a dare to radically accept situations. One I found much easier than the other. Okay, go for it. Tell us, I'm so curious now. I was building suspense for you. <laughs> well, I, I, I cannot wait. Um, I, just, I just need to know now. <laughs> the one that I found quite easy was, um, I made a very small mistake. It wasn't even a mistake really at work, but I, um, I got a bit anxious because the client sent me a message being like, oh, you know, link wasn't right in this email. I'm like, oh my God, oh God, I'm such an idiot for not checking that email properly and the wrong link went out and it really wasn't a big deal. Like one person was affected by it. Had no terrible consequences for anybody. And so I was like, oh, okay, right. I'll do my dare. I'll just accept that I made a mistake, mistakes happen, and move on. And then I was like, oh, 
Cool. <laughs> Great. Now I can just move on. When you actually accepted it, this is what I feel, and then you were able to move on, what what were the associating feelings? Well, the anxiety left me more quickly had, had I not taken that little pause to just calm myself down a little bit. And I stopped saying all the mean things to myself in my head. Whereas I could have very well spiraled, just kept on being like, oh God, you idiot, you idiot, da 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 and gone into a little horrible hole. Yeah, I found that it was quite surprising that I, when I started having those pauses, suddenly more self-compassion appeared in me. So that was quite interesting. I'm a bit of a perfectionist and when things don't go according to my plan, let's say, I do have a tendency to be quite harsh on myself. And as you said, recognizing those feelings, recognizing how you, what thoughts are going through your mind and having that pause created look quite some self-compassion. And I was quite surprised by that. It was almost like, oh, don't worry. Almost like treating your best friend, really. Don't worry. This is what it is. It was much more supportive, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that was also quite a big learning for me, that acceptance doesn't necessarily mean that we agree with everything we're feeling. It also doesn't mean that we agree with everything what's happening around us. But it gave me, even, even though I was not agreeing, it gave me extra time to think how in a more constructive way I could respond. I have a situation with my other half when he said something that I found quite hurtful and usually probably I would aspire into maybe angry mode and therefore I would have said something back to him which also was hurtful which then obviously we would have ended up in maybe in a heated discussion as I call it. Uh, But this time actually I did the radical acceptance. So I looked inside me and I thought, okay, I'm clearly hurt and I'm clearly angry with this and I really don't agree with what he said and I feel that's very unfair comment. But by taking the briefer, I was able to communicate that in a more constructive way rather than, you know, you idiot, what are you saying? I was able to be more constructive and more explain that I don't agree with you. This is why. And actually, I found it quite hurtful. And by being more constructive, that meant that he then responded in a much more accommodating way. And we didn't have a heated discussion. We actually had a very constructive discussion around why we think differently, which then led us to some kind of agreement. So that was a big learning point for me that If I accept something, that doesn't mean I have to agree with it. I can still stand my ground and be, no, 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 this is hurtful. But you can just express that in a more constructive way. Mm. Interesting that the more difficult acceptance has involved somebody else because you have no control over how somebody feels, what they say. You have to accept the fact that they will, that you can't control that. Because the thing I found hard with the acceptance this week involved somebody else as well. Some of I've been chatting to on WhatsApp that I've never met and we've been getting on really well and lots of chats and then the lockdown laws have loosened so there's an opportunity to actually go and meet and he suddenly became very sort of not bothered and I had to accept that I can't control 
how or my expectations or something that I want to go a certain way when it involves somebody else I have to just accept that and there's nothing really for me to kind of I can put across my side of it which I did and said well I think that's a bit of a shame we've been getting on really well it seems like a good opportunity to meet and um once that's said then you just have to accept that whatever happens next is out of your control to a certain extent which was hard and annoying <laughs> no amazing I'm just thinking because I just uh, yeah I definitely can see a bit of control freak in myself so what she's saying really resonates and I'm thinking okay um yes how can you accept to some extent at least the fact that you don't have control over something I think that is a big steep learning definitely mm, accepting that you can't control everything sounds easy and obvious <laughs> but in practice very hard yes i think radical acceptance definitely taking a pause between your it's almost like putting a pause between emotions and your next action and i think yeah the learnings here are is difficult to pause because we are so busy that we masking lots of negative emotions that we may have. It's not to judge yourself harshly of what are you feeling, because you may be you may be thinking, well, this is wrong what I'm feeling. I mean, we have a range of emotions from uh, jealousy, envy to anger and rage. So it's trying not to be judgmental. And then also understanding that the acceptance doesn't mean we agree with something. We can still take constructive behavior of expressing, no, 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 this is not okay with me. And the final one, Kitty, that you just said is all about that acceptance that we cannot control what other people do or how the circumstances are playing uh, around us. Lots of learning. Mm. <laughs> and that was only simple exercise of having a few minutes of breath before doing something. <laughs> yeah, God, it's God, it's hard work, isn't it? Being alive. I know, and it's definitely hard work being happy. It is hard work being happy, isn't it? If you really don't try, it's not. It doesn't just come easy, does it? Well, it's a hard work for me. I must say, I'm one of those people where happiness really is a selection of skills that I needed to learn. And I need to practice. So definitely for me, happiness is a little bit hard work. It, may be, it doesn't necessarily show to people because lots of people say, oh, you're so cheerful, you're full of energy. But it's lots of work going on behind and inside my head to get to that state. I think another inter interesting concept around the radical acceptance, Kitty, is about wishing for everything else to be different and maybe back to normal or back the way it was. Are you daydreaming of anything that you maybe you've lost or something that's gone? Are you in, are you wishing for something to be different? Uh, yeah, I'm daydreaming all the time. I'm daydreaming a lot about boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I am 32 years old and I am daydreaming about boys all the time. I also daydream about a new, like, owning a, owning a lovely flat. 
on the along the beach but in terms of acceptance of what i have which is what i think you're sort of leading that to of like are you always living outside of where i am i really do especially at the moment with i think i think this might be common across a lot of people who feel very lucky at the moment to live where you know live somewhere safe and comfortable as we are in um lockdown at the time of recording um and i think that there's been a lot of increased acceptance in people's situations when i talk to people on the phone they say it's like how are you how's lockdown life they're like look we are feeling very lucky a lot of people i'm speaking to who are in a privileged position are saying before they say anything about how they're feeling we're very lucky which is a sort of acceptance of what they've got currently whereas before you might want to strive for something more and more and more maybe you know kitty there is one quite interesting aspect which i found difficult around acceptance and that is that i don't necessarily want to accept certain things that are changing in my life the current situation that we have impacted my career for instance and i'm not necessarily 100% comfortable with how my career will be changing and i was just thinking is there anything and i caught myself wishing for certain aspects to be different rather than necessarily accepting it i don't know whether you wish for things to be different the situation at the moment is letting me work really hard to get to what i want i've gone so fully into accepting this situation that i've managed to make it exactly what i wanted it to be wow that kitty that is very like outside that this is very uh, admiring you went from accepting it but also you change your definition of what makes you happy and content right now taking consideration the limiting factors around you Have you done that consciously? Have you redefined your happiness consciously? No, not really. And actually, I was having a conversation with a friend recently and I started to feel a bit guilty for not missing what we don't have. There's element there's different things that creep in that take me off that path, but that acceptance of the situation to um impact my happiness that wasn't really con- that's not considered that just sort of happens hmm i think what you're proposing it's quite well radical let's say uh because we can be wishing for something to be different and putting our lots of energy into that but actually we can be adjusting our definition of make us happy and i think you've done it like spot on and i think It's quite interesting how you felt guilty because maybe social pressure or friends or surroundings kind of dictate that no 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 it's a diff- it's a very difficult time you should be there for miserable. Kitty definitely I think that I love what you've done in terms of that you've really accepted what's in front of you and you redefine your happiness. This links to quite interesting research around phenomenon called happiness paradox. So in happiness paradox, it really has been discovered through set of experiments um which are called the Gini question. Are you familiar with Gini question? 
Yeah, I guess three questions, genie pops out of a lamp. Yeah, absolutely that. So participants of the studies were told exactly that. You have this amazing genie in front of you and he's all-knowing and powerful and he can grant you three wishes. And what's very interesting is that several hundred people would have answered this question and would really list a range of things from marrying someone famous to having a peace in the world to being famous, rich, healthy, love, you, you name it. But no one was really wishing for happiness. This is known as happiness paradox, that we people will list and wish for all the means, but we forget to ask for happiness. Even though, if in the different experiments, the same participants would be asked to rank important life goals and being happy was ranked at the top. But when Genie comes around and offers us anything we wish, we forget to ask for happiness. We are idiots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, remember about radical acceptance. <laughs> We're just humans. <laughs> but one of the reasons is that happiness is too abstract. We're not necessary. We have a broad enough definition of happiness. And really... If we find ourselves in difficult situation, we then tend to wish for something else. But actually, instead of wishing for something else, we could redefine our happiness. And Kitty, you've done it fantastically. Kitty, after applying this radical acceptance, how do you feel about your happiness? It made me feel quite in control, whereas I might have felt out of control before. And that does make me feel happier because, well, it comes back to this control thing. That's interesting. Huh. Um, but it, it's, it's, there's no point in longing after something that's in the past. Accepting what's happening now is all you can do. And that's much more comforting and I think more easy to deal with. You could see how this would be a much better way of dealing with things as they happen which would then make you happier in the long run yeah i think definitely for me was when there was that pause of radical acceptance i feel that definitely some tension released so maybe and there was maybe a little bit of relief as i said a little bit of self-compassion it may be not instantly you going oh yes i accepted it i'm so happy right now i think the point is that it can help you with some troubling situations troubling emotions and long term can bring more happiness and happiness is so important and we know that happiness boosts productivity at work on various tasks from creativity to leadership we know that if we will be happier at our jobs uh, that actually leads to earning more. People who are happier create more positive work climate. People who are happier volunteer more. People who are happy less, are less judgmental towards other people and more are willing to share their goods more often and good fortune more often. So I think it's, it will be a little bit like a ripple effect of you making that radical acceptance, you making that pose in the moment, you then are able to accept feelings, situations, have more constructive approach towards them. And if you release some of the tensions, you have higher chances to be happier. And that then brings more positive outcomes in your life. So would, would you suggest listeners to take on radical acceptance on? 
and try it. I would, and I would recommend writing it on the mirror because it's actually hard to remember. So I, I wrote it on my bathroom rim, mirror. I wrote radically accept today. <laughs> the word radical really impacted on me and made me, it, it was a real phrase in my head for the week. So yeah, I, I would definitely recommend people do it. When I got into the, those situations, like with this boy, I was like, radically accept that this boy doesn't want to meet you. And that's fine. <laughs> and it was a lot easier to not take it personally, not make it affect the rest of my day and bring it down. It was just like, hmm, that's fine. I can just put that to bed. episode is episode two which will be b for boundaries and happiness i dare you to recognize in the week where someone's crossing a line that you don't want them to cross you need to set your boundaries that is a good dare and i can already think about few situations when i can definitely set some boundaries i just need to think how i'm going to do it and boundaries are hard Mm, yeah, well, boundaries are hard. Well, we'll find out how it feels later. I can definitely think of some boundaries that need to get put in place as well. See you next time for Boundaries and Happiness, where we'll be speaking about setting healthy and successful boundaries to help with happiness in our relationships. Yes, Claudia, I look forward to seeing you next week. And thank you, everybody, for listening. If you've enjoyed it, and to be honest, even if you haven't enjoyed it, please review us because it will make a massive difference. And click subscribe so that you can get each new episode straight to you. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.